0: you're listening to the coffee hour i'm eddie bates sarah gulseth will be back with us soon enjoyed some well-deserved time off And thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the coffee hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. We continue our international series today. We head to Eurasia and Latvia. Joining us today, the Reverend Dr. John Bombaro, Associate Director for Eurasia for LCMS International Mission. Thanks so much for joining us today, Dr. Bombaro.
1: It's good to be with you again, Andy. It's nice to be on the coffee hour.
0: Always enjoy our chats. I think last time we got kind of academic talking about some presentations you were doing and uh, looking forward to learning more about how the Lord has given you to serve in Eurasia and uh, currently in Latvia. So tell us uh, about um, your your position, where you're serving and the ways God has given you to serve.
1: Well, thank you. I appreciate this opportunity and really an opportunity to thank all of the wonderful LCMS churches and parishioners across the country, literally from New Jersey through D.C., uh, the Midwest and uh, Mission Central and the great work that, as you know, um, missionary Gary Tees and Brent Smith do for raising funds to get missionaries not only out on the field to prolong our time out there so we can maximize our work. And again, to all those uh, to California and, and even uh, the uh, Hawaiian Islands for their support of LCUS missions uh, and the Office of International Missions. So God bless all of you. Thank you so much for your faithfulness, your prayers, your support, your notes, uh, and and uh, just your investment in the gospel work so this is a good opportunity to thank everyone <coughs> excuse me my current position is as associate director of Eurasia uh, working uh, for and under the Reverend James Krikova, who is uh, the director of our region so many exciting things happening it, it's really uh, hard to just kind of pinpoint one thing, but I'll focus on the work in Latvia, which is spread also to uh, Lüderstadt Wittenberg in Germany. So we have a, a partner church there. That's the uh, Lutheran Evangelical uh, Church of Latvia. And they go by L-E-B-E-L, I should say. And uh, they have been a, a great partner to us. Back in uh, 1997, Six years after the country had regained their independence from the Soviet Union and had freed themselves from the yoke of communism, the lCMs uh, helped them out by giving them uh, purchasing a building and establishing the Luther Academy, a seminary for pastoral training there. As you can imagine, there is a, a great dearth of pastors with the uh, the purge and also the unattractiveness of moving into um, holy ministry do to the hot persecution and uh, the complete non-support of um, of faithful confessional ministers under communism, well, they needed pastors, and the LCMs was willing and eager to help. Uh, that generation sent out uh, William Weinreich, who is one of our professors at Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne. He served as the rector there for five years, building the curriculum. He did an amazing job, uh, but you know. Time has passed. We've moved on some 16, 17 years down the future. And uh, we there, there was a need for an upgrade in the curriculum and to expand the work significantly. Our wonderful partners in Latvia, uh, led by Archbishop Vanux, wanted to, the Latvian church and particularly the Luther Academy to be the marquee place for confessional Lutheran training. That's for both church workers and pastors, those who were in the field, and future pastors as well. And they turned back to the LCMS and asked if we would help. So about three years ago, uh, we began to strategize on this project of how we could expand our confessional outreach and to strengthen the church in that region that was experiencing something of a religious and social conservatizing. There was a rise in nationalism, uh, where these countries were uh, wanting to assert their um, their national identity, which just so happened to be bound up with their Christian heritage and to have that as more of a an ingrained and solidified identity vis-a-vis the European Union, uh, which, you know, tends more toward the general. Here, countries were moving more toward the specific and the particular, although the common language throughout the region is increasingly English. So this is where we saw an opportunity to start an uh, English online Bachelor's of Theology program. It's a professional degree program, four years, including a one-year internship or practicum, we would call it a vicarage, integrated throughout the four years. And where the LCMS comes in, and we've been able to establish wonderful partnerships with the Concordia University system, was that our Latvian partners wanted to use existing curriculum from the Concordia University system. IT support has come particularly from Concordia Theological Seminary in Fort Wayne. And so a shout out to uh, Reverend Bill Johnson who's been fantastically helpful and all the professors with whom we have, ha- had, have made requests for course um, syllabi, materials, resources from across the entire Concordia University spectrum. Probably no one being more helpful than Concordia University, Irvine, and so a shout out to Steve Mueller there. So what are we doing? We're we're training future pastors and church workers in a region of the world in which there is uh, growth in Christianity and a resurgence of Christian identity, particularly in Eastern Europe. We started with a beta program last fall. Uh, We were hoping for four, maybe five students. We wound up with 47, and uh, that trend has continued. We now have, I believe, 27 students, may even be more than that now since I've checked the numbers over the holiday, um, integrated into the program, plus a number of others that are taking courses for their own personal enrichment. So that's it in the skinny. We're resourcing the region with confessional Lutherans for the strengthening of the church, the planting of new churches, and for service in the church and Christian ministry. So tell me
0: more about what you're learning about the the people that you get to serve on a regular basis, what you're learning about them and what you're learning about the culture.
1: Yeah, I'm learning that it requires a lot of listening and asking questions on our part having assumptions has not been uh, helpful for us. And so we've been patient to ask and and to learn what the particular challenges are in each region. Although the Luther Academy is based in Riga, Latvia, yet we're serving students that stretch literally from Ireland to India. Uh, we have some students in, in uh, the African continent. We have uh, a good number of students from, from Pakistan. And then, of course, in Central and Eastern Europe. And each region has its own peculiarities. I would have thought that the threat of Islamic persecution would have been the foremost concern for the Pakistani students. And yet they say that uh, internal to them, the most troublesome aspect is aberrant forms of Pentecostal Christianity, that really Pentecostalism has been uh, the biggest problem. We hear the same thing in, uh, for instance, Kenya and Tanzania, that it's really the lack of good, solid confessional learning and an understanding that the Holy Spirit specifically works uh, through the word and the sacraments exclusively uh, for the uh, saving and sanctifying of God's people and the leading of his church. Without that kind of teaching, things just kind of go awry and degenerate into uh, a are really bizarre forms of mysticism and even Gnosticism. So I think what we have learned is this. There's no one size fits all. Uh, Even with respect to the courses that we're teaching, we realize that offline, in private conversation, in the mentoring that is taking place, and all students have a, a mentor, it's addressing those particular concerns that they're expressing so that the gospel can have its maximal effect.
0: Thinking about the, the many places that you've served, you, you, you've served in the parish, you've served at, as a chaplain, correct, a military chaplain, and and now serving internationally as well. How have all these experiences that you bring with you been helpful in the work that you're doing now in Eurasia?
1: Well, I'm still a, a Navy chaplain serving with the Marine Corps for the Ministry of Armed Forces within the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod, and it's a great pleasure to do so. Uh, my... Uh, supervising chaplain, it just so happens to be uh, LCMS chaplain uh, Gregory Todd, who is a rear admiral serving at the Pentagon, has done an absolutely marvelous job, and it's a complete privilege to serve with him, along with the EA for the chief of chaplains, Charles Varsoja, another LCMS chaplain, and, and really one of our bright stars. And and then so too uh, to wherever I am, I try to plant a church, and we have done so here. We've planted Blessed Sacrament Lutheran Church, which over the last nine months has continued to have steady growth and is on a solid foundation. Praise be to God. I think the thing that um, that I'm bringing is that that I myself have to constantly be learning. I myself have to have a dependence upon the the grace and goodness of God, not only for the forgiveness of my own sins, because I find myself failing and having to adjust numerous, numerous times. Um, But more than anything, this is Christ's work. It is his kingdom. It is his church. And he's going to guide it in the direction in which he knows is infinitely best. So sometimes it requires sitting loose and uh, not being and holding on so tightly to the particular plans and strategies that we have. Now, of course, it's important to have a vision for the word of God so that the, the people may p- prosper and, and the work may prosper, but also to understand that the Lord may be doing things that are asymmetrical and uh, far beyond our ability to prognosticate or anticipate. So I, whether it be parish ministry or in the chaplain corps or, Um, in international missions, I think sitting loose on our plans, but having plans is particularly important. And then the other thing I would say is this in every aspect of holy ministry, it's things that are personally delivered that really are the most impactful. So although a lot of our teaching and mentoring is online, we seize any and every opportunity we can uh, to be personally present with our students and with those that are being supported by uh, the ministry with which we're engaged. Uh, so if, for instance, I'll be leaving on the 22nd for Romania. We have a couple of ordinations taking place there to spend time, not only with those students, uh, but with our, our partners uh, like a Doctor uh, the Reverend Dr. Soren Trifa in, in Bucharest and in, in Prague is so important, that mutual edification and support, the encouragement, and and then the passion of ministry is also rekindled for us to understand more acutely what the particular needs are, to celebrate the successes uh, with greater exuberance, and and to plan uh, more realistically for the future. So there are the two things, sit loose on what we think is going to be the Lord's plan, and two, Whenever possible, personally deliver the goods. Great wisdom,
0: right there. We're talking with Reverend Dr. John Bombaro, serving the Lord in Latvia. He's Associate Director for Eurasia for the LCMS Office of International Mission. We have more to learn about how the Lord has given him to serve in just a moment. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Abby Bates. You're a miracle. Welcome back to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. Sarah's away today. She'll be back with us soon. Today, we are talking with Reverend Dr. John Bombaro, serving the Lord in Latvia. He's Associate Director for Eurasia for the LCMS Office of International Mission. Dr. Bombaro, I've enjoyed learning about the ways that the Lord has given you to serve in Eurasia, particularly with all the the, the education as well as pastoral care, and and also your, your service as a chaplain as well as a military chaplain. How has the last year presented challenges? I, I know all of us have faced challenges with the, the COVID pandemic, um, but serving internationally, I'm sure has presented some challenges. And how have you faced those challenges and those you serve alongside in international mission?
1: Yeah, thank you for this question, Andy. I should start off by saying our missional engagement is a team, a team endeavor. Uh, not only do I work with an outstanding team beginning with Kevin Robson, uh, who's the executive director, as well as Dan McMiller and my regional director, but also the regional business manager and business manager, Michael Maurizio and uh, Herman Stozier. Absolutely fantastic team. My team also consists of my family, my wife and my kids. And COVID yeah, really altered plans uh, profoundly. We had thought that we would be establishing uh, a residency program for studies at the Luther Academy in English. They do have one in Latvian of course, uh, but COVID ended that uh, almost immediately. And so we we had to move on the fly. And this is what I've really appreciated about the uh, the seasoned leadership that we have at the International Center within the Office of International Missions. Um, Pastor Robson, Pastor McMiller, Pastor Krikova, they understood that these new circumstances required inherent flexibility and that we had to take some risks uh, In terms of some of the things that we were going to do was going to look a bit asymmetrical, not the typical way that we would do things. My partner in crime, uh, the Reverend Dr. Charles Courtright and his lovely wife, Connie, uh, they were our partners that we were closest with when when we were in Latvia. Uh, We decided that one of us would stay and work as a liaison there in Latvia. The other would come back to the U.S. that happened to be my wife, my family and I uh, to appropriate the curriculum to resource it and uh, to take care of all the administrative and logistical needs in cooperation with the Concordia University system to successfully launch this. That is not what we were anticipating. Uh, We thought that our tenure in Europe would be much, much longer. Um, But as it was, uh, there was a a turnaround and we had to uh, come back and do this work. Notwithstanding, it's it's been so wonderfully successful, and we're so far ahead of schedule. Um, we're we're glad to to say that um, you, you know the this project uh, of the Luther Academy is being built up so nicely that we'll be able to uh, transition into a, another project um, in a new location quite shortly. So praise be to God for that. So I would say that. Um, for us, it required a dependence upon the Lord and a confidence that the Lord knows what he is doing with his church. Our call is to be faithful and to be faithful now. In each and every moment, that's where the call to be faithful is standing like a monument to us. And, to, and again, to have that confidence that the Lord knows what he's doing and why he's doing it. Eurasia is a complex region and it's above my comprehension and understanding and so i turn to people like uh, brent smith and ted cray and and jim Krikova for insights and understanding when we are strategizing and, and engaging in fresh ministerial endeavors at the same time no one has a better perspective than our lord jesus christ uh, working in the power and presence of the holy spirit and, and so the the great challenge for us was to rest confidently that the lord knows what he's doing that he's doing things that um, are most appropriate for the times in order to maximize the the gospel the effect of the gospel uh, on those that we are teaching those that we have opportunity to catechize and of course in pastoral ministry as well so I would say that that was been the the greatest challenge my wife and my kids have proven to be fantastically resilient I think a large part of that has to do has been the uh, encouragement and support of our network, uh, the wonderful group of people that support us, uh, not only financially, but with their prayers, notes, letters, emails, texts. Um, all of those things had sustained us while we were making a transition that, well, you know, it was full of unknowns. And yet it's all just unfolded so beautifully. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's basically it. Trust in the Lord. It's his kingdom and he knows how to build it.
0: What have you seen as you've mentioned a a little bit, some of these, what have you seen as as blessings that have come out of these challenges of the past year? And in, in especially in your work in
1: Eurasia. Well, the surprising request of people to be trained in confessional uh, Christianity for, for mentoring and encouragement. Italy is one such region you know, we, we thought that we had a prospect or two there. Well, it turns out now that we have more than a half a dozen in different cities and that there's, there could be within the next four years, um, six, seven ordained men, uh, that are confessional Lutherans and, and even several right in, uh, in Rome itself. Uh, Tyler McMiller is heading there now. We have two wonderful guys there, Joshua and Lorenzo, who are in the Luther Academy program, uh, pursuing ordination. Bright, talented young men, but also in Prague and Milano and the Abruzzio section of Italy. I think the surprising thing is the the Lord is beginning to raise up people in different regions um, and to assert, uh, A fresh confidence that his word accomplishes what it says, not only in proclamation and teaching, but in the sacraments as well. Romania is another such place where the need just continues to grow and we need to resource that need. We have a family, the Fetter family, Um, Pastor Andrew Fetter and his wonderful wife, Megan, are heading out to to Bucharest uh, as they complete their um, network support right now. And uh, those plans are in hand. Uh, They have been quite flexible, too, as, um, you know, the the challenges that we've had in Ukraine and uh, the situation there sometimes can be um, unpredictable uh, since there's um, warring factions in in eastern Ukraine. Um, But, yeah, we're sending people where we see the spirit of the Lord moving, where there is uh, requests for help and where we can um, strategize with a um, with a, a great likelihood of having success uh, in terms of putting personnel resources as well as financial resources. So the blessings have been this. All of our missionaries have remained so fantastically resilient out on the field. They've continued to do their work, uh, making adjustments even during the time of COVID, and spirits remain high. Uh, so how can I but Um, want to redouble my own efforts for those who are are laboring so so faithfully out in the field. Um, And so that's been our disposition, one of thankfulness, one of being impressed by God's people and uh, and impressed by the uh, faithful Lutheran Christians here who continue to support our missional endeavors.
0: How can we stay uh, informed about what's happening with the Bombaro family and the Lord's work in Eurasia and particularly your work in Latvia?
1: Hey, thank you for asking. Well, we have a newsletter and we send our newsletter out about every two months. Uh, this summer, I'll be doing it about once a month. If you were to just write me at John.bombaro at lcms.org, that's john.bombaro at lcms.org, I'll be happy to add you to our newsletter. It's a a great way to stay informed. The other thing, too, is that um, we have short-term missions in our region. We have a number of very worthy projects that could use, well, the the hands, skills, and encouragements of our our LCMS Lutherans. Uh, For a lot of these countries, for instance, like in Latvia itself or in uh, the Czech Republic, when LCMS Lutherans show up for a short-term mission or actually come for a visit to see our missionaries, it really bolsters those uh, regional churches to know that, hey, they aren't the only ones out there, that there is a huge network of, of Lutherans worldwide who are engaged in missional uh, enterprises. So there you have it. The, the best way to stay in contact with us is you can find us on the lcms.org website by just typing in uh, the keyword John Bombaro and our, our mission page will come up. Or you can just write me personally, as I had mentioned before, john.bambaro at lcms.org. And i am be very glad to add you to our newsletter and uh, correspond with you in the particular about the wonderful things that are happening in Eurasia. Outstanding.
0: And we'll include those links in uh, program notes today as well. Uh, and so that our, our listeners can stay connected and stay informed about what's happening in Eurasia and particularly in Latvia. Uh, any other, th- anything else you'd like for us to know about the Lord's work in Latvia and Eurasia as we wrap up our time together today?
1: The Lord is bringing resources, and I'm talking about personnel resources that are so wonderfully gifted. You know, we really have an opportunity now to be Quite selective and put out the very best people into the mission field to maximize the impact. And the partnerships with our, um, with churches like the Latvian Lutheran Church uh, or the Silesian Church in the Czech Republic or in Romania, they really could use your prayers. Please pray for them and for their leadership. Uh, our partnerships are growing stronger, but we would love to see our influence extend particularly into Scandinavia and also be strengthened with our German partners as well. Thank you, Andy. Uh, it's really a great privilege to be able to talk about something I'm so passionate about and really what's so near and dear to the Lord's heart. And that is the, uh, to get his gospel out, to see churches planted and for men and women to be trained up in faithful holy ministry
0: our guest today the reverend dr john Bombaro serving the lord in latvia associate director for eurasia for the lcms office of NAT international mission dr Bombaro, thanks so much for being my guest on the coffee hour
1: it's always a pleasure to do so and please pass my greetings on to sarah
0: we will do we will do you've been listening to the coffee hour i'm andy bates